0: Welcome to the episode of the Florida Culture Podcast, soccer podcast for us, by us. We'll talk about a section of black culture and soccer. Got your boy here, Grego, here. I am join i have been, i am enveloped in the culture verse because we are introducing new members some people you've seen before on the show some people that you haven't and but it's still, it's still a good day of course we are still rolling through the days of summer and um joining me this week are former guests on the show all-time og ao oaks oak city 919 stand up ebony christmas what's good girl What
1: up, good sir I'm pretty good how about you sir?
0: Hey, I can't call it. You know, it's uh trying to stay cool out here in the streets because, damn it, it's hot. hot. hot
1: so shit. hot.
0: <laughs> and speaking of hotness, uh, reporting down live from the three hundred five, coming on FTC for the first time, representing a, a new podcast that has uh, joined the Two Cents Culture Verse, Dreaming uh, Freedom. is a podcast that is dedicated to Black parents Inner Miami Miami. How, how do I pronounce your last name? Because I, I, I want to get at least get at least get it right once.
2: <laughs> it's Eurudia.
0: Eurudia. Okay. Eurudia. We got Cali I Like I said, we, you know how we do nicknames on here. So this, this is just the, the king of Cali himself. Callie Eurudia <laughs> Like, yo, like I, I was so like I was watching like Biker Boys the other day. Right. Like, I haven't seen that shit for like so long. Now it's like, of course, they talk about all the, all the king of Cali. I was like, yeah, that's it. We got it. So, yeah, what's good? What's good, man? <laughs>
2: good man i'm excited to be the king of cali even though i'm on the east coast and the, you know and, and you're right it's absolutely scorching down here about 103 degrees
0: Dude, <laughs> um, like yeah I
2: got, I got homies out in vegas
0: right now and like like yesterday they were like the the heat the temperature was like 130
2: whoa oh whoa that's, <laughs> can't that. that's like nothing whoa, about that impressive. even
0: even makes sense nothing about that makes sense and like I, I, I guess I'll take my 97 degrees uh, here in Atlantic because there's just no way. I, I don't care if they say it's the humidity. Nah, I want the dry heat. I, I don't want the moist want the <laughs> moisty. I don't want none of that. Like That's just way too much. Dry heat.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah and we got the heat coupled with the humidity here. So it's like Ooh. you walk outside, you're covered in sweat. There's mosquitoes all over you. Listen, Your hair gets frizzy. It's a, it's a nightmare, man.
0: Listen, like, so like, of course, the home team here in Atlanta. We uh, we played on Sunday, no oh, Saturday, and like I, I made it a point, like like if the game's at seven o'clock, I'm not getting out there to like five. I'm like I'm getting out there just to say hi at, at tailgate, and then I'm going to the stadium. Like y'all, like y'all, those days of me hanging out from like one to six, they're over. They're done. <laughs>
2: Nah, that's a young man's game. I can't do that. Like, new,
0: no, like, you got play, play to play this, play this, play the long game here because I, did did
1: I went that hard this weekend at my tailgate, but it was for a good cause. So,
0: what's a good cause? So Tell us about it.
1: Um, uh, Ebony needed to get drunk after a long weekend, week oh, at work. <laughs> <laughs> that was the cause.
0: <laughs> we'll take that. We'll take that. We'll take that but uh but yeah like you know we, we've uh, you know we, we've been rolling on this like bi-weekly schedule the past uh, during the during during whole summer you know we're, we're chilling out. and um but you know what like the the past few weeks have actually been very exciting for uh, American soccer and we're gonna get into that and uh and more of course thank you guys for checking out your favorite podcast apps Apple podcasts Google podcasts Spotify anchor audio boom iHeartRadio and of course the FTC UTD. YouTube channel at a two cents FCcom and also FTCgdcom but um but yeah yes yeah, it's, it's uh it's, it's been a very interesting uh, couple weeks uh, since we last were with you guys um, for the first time in like since since ebony was like in like probably middle school the US men are going to the the Olympics
1: uh, they're going to the yeah, well, it was an 8th
0: grade. Oh, got it. <laughs> and, yeah, like, so they're going to, to the Olympics. They're going to the U-20 World Cup. Like, they're already kicking off the 2026 cycle off to a really dope start. So, yeah, like, they won the uh, the CONCACAF U-20 championship uh, the uh, two weeks ago. And, uh, yeah, thanks for looking up. Uh, were y'all able to catch uh, any of that?
1: I caught a little bit of it. Um, obviously, I was watching. A lot of these were happening over each other, so it was mm-hmm. like pick and choose. So I was choosing to watch the women um, that was happening. Like at the same, it was starting at the same time that the qualifying was ending for the men, um, mm-hmm. and it was cool. Like we had a we've had a lot of local U.S. talent that played and. Played well, um,
0: they like, balled out like they—they yeah. like they were smoking folks, <laughs> smoking them.
2: And yeah, I, I was able to—I was able to see a little bit. Uh, I made sure to make it a priority because noah No Allen, you know, inter Miami player, uh, local, born and bred down here in Weston. Um, He's—he uh, was on the team, so it was really cool to see that. And see exciting excitement. Cause that, that kid's a baller, man. But but I too was uh, kind of flipping back and forth between that and the women's team, and then. You know, watching when I can because I have a ten month old daughter that's, you know, just starting to know how to use her legs. So my <laughs> my T V time's a little limited these days. So I really have to prioritize it.
0: <laughs> but Dalek, like, I, I think that I know. Um, I, I was joking around like um, back then. Uh, Paxton Aronson, uh, brother Brendan, uh, he won the uh, Golden Ball for the tournament, and I am like, you know, whatever you know, his parents are doing. Like, can we get about maybe like. Four more? Like, I don't need a whole team.
1: I, but I need four. at least two defenders. I need two defenders.
2: Can we get, like, a center back and, like, another midfielder Listen, or something like that? I
1: you're going
0: like- well, if, if that's the case, just go ahead and bring them down to Atlanta. Just do that Do that for me, please. Wait, wait. Yeah. We're
1: trying to elevate. <laughs> We're trying to yeah, elevate hey, their game. He won the golden boot and then went and did that to D.C., like, with Philly. So,
0: Listen, like the, the the man's hot right now, so like it's a uh, it's, it's it's a good time to be in Arizona, like because uh, uh, Big Bro Brendan just uh, sealed his mood a few a uh, few weeks back to Leeds. Of course, we're gonna go into a little bit later with uh, Tyler Adams is also um, going over to Leeds, but yeah, it's, it's um it's been it's been really exciting. To co- and of course, one thing that that came out of that tournament that's really been kind of been kind of snowballed into something that's been e- even bigger now uh, so with the u.s going to the Olympics is also the Dominican Republic noticing that there's not there's no Mexico so no Mexico for um, for the Olympics after after that of course we can fast forward the women at this at this point have failed to qualify for the um, for the women's world cup course. They still have, I think, like one other opportunity to qualify. Is that correct? Oh, they done done.
1: They done done. They didn't could, wow. they needed to beat the US to get into that third spot to oh. to go into Damn. the playoffs. Yeah. So they're done. They're
0: done done. They don't oh, get wow. they don't
1: get World Cup or Olympics.
0: Whew. Man, like this, this was a real tough year for Mexico. Like, like all things considered, like, and I, and I think we've kind of talked about that in deep in a little bit more detail the past few months. Like, because you, for the first time in forever, the Mex- uh, Mexico team did not win Concacaf Champions League. You missed out on the U twenty championship. Now you're missing the Women's World Cup. Like, things are, you know, not in a, in a good space. And, and then, like, literally right before we just started recording, there was um, a breaking news announcement that pretty much everybody in the in the, in the Mexico Federation of Sporting Department is gone. So, Sporting Director's gone. The only person that might still be left somehow is Tata. I, of course, I guess that's right now that's to be determined. But right now, things are upside down.
1: Who would have thought that if you had told me like twenty seventeen that USA would be where they are, qualifying for all the World Cups now, and mm-hmm. Mexico is not, you would be? I would yeah. look at you like you were crazy because I remember yeah. sitting in a bar crying, and <laughs> and,
0: and it, it, it's 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 how the. How the turntables? Because yeah, it's uh... shout out Michael Scott. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, right now things are not looking good for Mexico. Like yeah, yeah, that's yeah with um, yeah, the with the women. So last night they played uh, the U.S. played them tough, played them real tough, and um, and cool. and all these considered the the U.S. women were lucky to get that that one nil win. But yeah, they need. Uh, Mexico needed needed that win. It's like all these, of course, if y'all have, if y'all have listened to our sisters over at Shea Butter, um, you know, like there's, there's been there's been high hopes as far as like where the Mexico program has been, especially with how the women's program has been developing both at a national level as well as with uh, at the club level uh, with Liga MX Femenil for them to kind of fall flat like this like when they lost three 0 the hate hey, i was like oh this is uh not going the way that um uh, they they planned like at all
1: it was uh shock they were coming in very very dangerous like players were performing at club well they had played a few friendlies uh done pretty well in them um and they had there was a lot of expectations for them to challenge the U.S. for that top spot in Group A. And to see them just not perform well at all, to get no points in three games I mean, is shocking. Like, mm-hmm. you played into Jamaica's hand really well. Haiti was just like we're going to counterattack. That's pretty much as they we don't have the manpower to push you forward. Then they just kind of lost it. And then they played the USA USA well really like like you said uh that's a familiar foe that they they've, they've kind of always played tougher. Um the crowd was with them that time. It was a bigger crowd than all the other games. Mm-hmm. But it still was just like felt like it was too much all at once for them to take them to take anyone down or even battle to a complete 90 minutes
0: yeah you could
2: tell like yeah Mark- was- go ahead kelly oh sorry yeah like you, you kind of took the words right out of my mouth it's absolutely shocking especially considering uh i think how quickly like things changed in mexico like we i like you like Gregor just mentioned whole federation kind of getting cleaned out and then you know i was i was fully expecting especially the women to qualify and just to see kind of that fault like like the eighty game, like some of those were like more than even didn't even seem competitive, you know. Um, and then they they always play they always play the U.S. tough, you know. But but man, just to see that from from the women's and, and men's team, especially, you know, especially considering how recently they've been good, it's pretty it's pretty shocking to see kind of where they fell to now. Yeah, like like you like you like you mentioned I mean, like if you would have told me two three years ago that Mexico wasn't gonna qualify for anything. I would have laughed in your face.
0: Yeah, and, and like it, even like with how the uh, the the senior team with uh, for Mexico for the men, like people don't don't people people,
1: people forgot they tied one one at home.
0: Yeah, and they mm-hmm. finished second, and they were still ready. Like, hey, we we don't wa- we don't want Tata. We can't stand Tata. He got to go. And I'm like. You are autom- st- They still automatically qualified. They finished above us, and they're like, "Nah, this ain't good enough, Chief. Like this, 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 this ain't working here." And like right now, that just like the the general space right now, I think within Mexican soccer is probably, I don't want to say it's at an all time low, but I can't imagine it, it being much lower than this. Because again, like you've seen both at club level and at national team level, like it's a lot, lot of struggle going on right now, and. You know, there, there there could be a lot of things that you could point to as far as like what's causing all this, but all all, all I can see is like you're 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 about to go into, um, of course you got you got Cutter at the end of the year, you're going to go into 2026 where you're you're going to be co-hosting and and quite possibly likely uh 2027 as well for um for the Women's World Cup um like That's a right now too, right more than likely yes, from what I, from what I've been hearing that, um it'll probably be like be us in mexico but canada won't be won't be hosting but um that's at least that's the early word that I'm hearing so far yeah. but um but yeah like like you're going into basically a huge cycle where you want to you want to see your program on 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 a good foot and this ain't it but um so yeah like that that's something to especially with with that um bit of breaking news that's that's Things are going wild right now, but let's let's pivot real quick to the to the women real to the U.S. women real quick because as it stands right now, they are um, on their way to the semifinals uh, later on this week against Costa Rica. <sighs> we talked about the um, the the warm up friendlies uh, during the last episode, and of course the the group stage. All in all, have been successful, but it seems like something still cur- ain't curling quite right with. But the way things are, are are looking, but it's like the results are there.
1: So there was this quote from from Blacko earlier that really threw me off because we're in the middle of a tournament and mm-hmm. he's not. It didn't really make sense. So mm-hmm. now I got to find it for you because it was a hot mess. <clears throat> Let's see if I can find it. Find it, find it. Blacko, from Steph Yang, uh, from The Athletic. Vlaco uh, mm-hmm. after USA versus Mexico. If you ask me if we're ready to go into a competitive World Cup tomorrow, we're probably not ready for it. But are, are we going to be ready in a year? Absolutely. Sir, you are in a qualifying tournament for the World Cup. How the hell are you not ready for a World Cup? Right now. Yeah. This you is know, not the time to be tink like tinker in your friendlies. These aren't friendlies. Like you But that's
0: a but that's the thing, 'cause like I so like I was I was debating with, with Sky on this actually earlier t- today. And I feel like we are we're 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 in this weird space in for on a on a multiple levels. Um not only with the Kristen Press uh, situation you're also dealing with a lot of aging talent. That, at least in my opinion, if it was up to me, I would be like, "This is your last tournament, right here," and we need to go ahead and move on and and get ready for this World Cup. Because yeah, like, because you're 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 relying on players that at their age, is it a guarantee that by next year are they still going to be at this form? Because like you saw what happened. Um, in the Olympics, like just, just the Carly on her own. I'm like, do you want that repeat? And, and with, and with more people. And, and that's something where I'm like, there's enough options now to where you can move on. You can move on from Rapino. You could, that you could probably at least afford to move Becky Sobrin to the bench and have her lead from, from there. Like Kelly O'Hara. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, this is it, because of this all the internal politics that are going on right now with the women's national team. It's like, it's like taking that spot away. It's like it just it, it it comes with so much baggage. So it's like they just just don't do anything, and it's like you're hindering what this team could be, you know, and and add to how dynamic it could be by just saying like, hey, we just we just rather just not do anything, and flatco is you know just. I think for a lot of people have have become very disappointed with him as far as just like like wh- how we're playing and who we're playing and it's like it's almost like it's 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 above him it's above him.
2: <laughs> um, I th- I think something to consider too with the women's national team. Um, we we saw the the. The peak of of performance for them when we when we're kind of dominant is, is still very close to the rear view, right. Like we we remember how dominant they they've been, World Cups, Olympics, all that stuff. And also, it's important to note that they haven't conceded a goal in one two three four yeah six games. You know they're they're still playing really well at a really high level, but there needs to be a plan of action for. For some of the older players, and it, and it's tough because it's like how do you how do you approach a, a Megan Rapinoe and what she's what she's meant to the club? How how do you approach Becky and what she's meant to the club? And even like how much more of of Alex Morgan's peak are we going to see? How much more of you know, like what what what's the pipeline looking behind? It? And I think there's great young talent, plenty of it, plenty. But of it, yeah. some of them that it, it, it's tough to kind of move on from. The women who who kind of got us to glory before, so I, I can see where the where where the how it, how it's definitely like kind of trying to balance the scale a little bit, but um, I think I think the women are still performing pretty well. They're still performing at a pretty high level. Um, the 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 one that I was able to see top to bottom recently was uh, was their game against Jamaica. And it, like I don't remember the ball going into like coming into our half. Like it was just. It it was dominant, you know. So we'll we'll see how they approach it, but um, I think we're I think we're we're like kind of staring like this last really dominant window, like this era of players before we have to really move on to the next era. What what you got, Ebony?
1: I mean, make no mistake. Like, I'm happy that they qualified. Like, it's there's nothing wrong with like qualifying. And sometimes you need those gritty wins to do it. So, like that U.S. Mm-hmm. that that Mexico game was definitely like that gritty, like we're just gonna run at you because we're we are we're out of ideas type thing. Mm-hmm. That's what, but that's how it's been feeling for like a lot of these recent games is we're out of ideas. So instead of a team playing, we have. Eleven really good players playing together. It's like playing. It's like it, it's the
2: talent's carrying right.
1: It like right. the talent is carrying us, not the cohesion. Because you don't really yeah. need cohesion to to when four teams make it, you just have to survive in advance. Yeah, yeah. So it, four out of eight teams make make the World Cup out of this out of these eight you know, out of this tournament. And then you really only have to – the semifinal means nothing, really, um, if you win it because – Right. But if you don't, now you got to go into this playoff and blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. I think – is that correct for the Olympics? Do we get two spots for that? Yes. We get two? So Mm -hmm. you – not the semis and the final. The final Mm -hmm. doesn't matter once you win the semis. Right. Because you're in, you're into the world, you're into the Olympics. So you're already in the World Cup and you're already in the Olympics before you even get to the final. That's just for bragging rights. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it, it's,
0: it's, it, it's, it's a, um... it's
1: just not adding up properly, you know, like, right. Way, like you said, like, this is that last era for those veterans to get their chance before we start bringing in this new talent. But, but do you do, like, Gregor, you say do it for this tournament. But most are gonna say do it for the World Cup. No. But there are far better teams that are much younger than us that are just getting better by the day. Right. They're adding in some world class players that are just dominating in the Euros right now or playing in AFCON right now. And they're mm-hmm. getting and they're getting minutes. They're not playing like, they, they
0: don't have they don't have time to like you know try to like get 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 like five more games out of out of uh, Rapino. I'm like yeah. dog like at some point you have to move on. And I think that what's been happening the past couple of cycles is that will will fall short in in the Olympics, but they will will make it up by by the World Cup. And then that means you 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 win the World Cup, you get this, the the uh, victory tour and you sell more jerseys, and it's like okay, like we can't get rid of them because they're making us money, and it's like, and, and then you just basically just kick the can a little, a little further along 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 the street, and everything, just hoping that you can drain just a little bit more, hoping that um, they'll just figure things out, you know, by by the next World Cup, and I'm like, one, you're you're kind of riding that lightning bolt when you do that, because again, like you're Becky Sauerman's 37, um, Rapinoe's I think, 36. And it's like, do you really want to, you know, gamble on the fact that they'll still be informed? Of course, in like Rapinoe's case, like she's hardly playing with the rain anyway. So it's like, yeah, like you're just hoping that, yeah, is she still in shape? Okay. Let's see. Let's see how this works. And like we got, we got, we got too many hungry women behind them saying, "Like, hey, it's our turn!" Like, we can't wait until like we're thirty-one to finally get a shot. So, yeah. like, nothing about that makes sense.
1: Like, this is, I think, what U.S. Soccer needs to do is put a game in Seattle. Let that be Rapino's last stance. Throw or in Cali. Wherever Saurburne's actually Saurburn lives in uh Portland. So mm. do a Cascadia weekend. Like Cascadia mm. thing. Then go from Portland to Seattle or opposite, whichever fucking way, up or down, I don't care. <laughs> <clears throat> and that is their testimonial games right there. Or is yeah. Becky from Virginia? If Becky's from Virginia, she, they're she, is she?
0: Uh, I know she grew up in, and I, um, she spent some time in Richmond. Um, I, I, I have to go back and look it up real quick, Guess but what? I'm like They're
1: playing in DC coming up in September. Yeah. yeah. There you go. And let that be their final acts of faith. Pino, you have a medal, you have several, you have a presidential medal of fucking freedom, whatever the fuck it yes. is called. You have yes. one of those. You have a couple world cups. You've got an Olympic gold got an olympic bronze that one's gotta hurt the most but you got it like
2: i'm take like your money
1: and run girl take your money yeah. and go
2: like you, you yeah but but do you think because and maybe it maybe not from it maybe it not even be her decision but do you think the like the federation like the u.s women's national team want to let basically their most recognizable asset walk away before a major tournament she's
1: recognizable to the old crowd but the new crowd knows Sanchez. Rodman, Macario, mm-hmm. those are the names they're looking for now. Press, that's yeah. what these that's what these new age kids are looking at. So they don't they know Rapino as the old player that won't leave. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> that is that is Walso Twitter in a nutshell, right there.
0: <laughs> I mean, like looks like, so like they they done their service, like uh, and and like you said, Ebony. um, Shout out to uh, Rapino and also to uh, Simone Bout. They literally just got a presidential Medal of Freedom a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, you, you got World Cups. You you successfully fought for equal pay. You actually got it. I'm like, there's nothing else more to do. Nothing, nothing. Legacy cement. <laughs> you, yeah. you
1: tie it, boss. Go to bed. <laughs> like, <laughs> go sit down.
0: <laughs> but like that, like that's where we are. Like it, it's just a funky space, and until somebody is able to rise above the politics and actually get to, you know, building if, 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 if the goal is to actually sustain, um, uh, the championship success. Like you got to grow and evolve and not hang on to just every last person that you feel is a star and everything, but we'll see how that goes. But, but you, um, before we go on breaking up, um, and, uh, you, you mentioned it a little while ago, uh, the euros, um, the euro started um, uh, while while we were off, and um, and so far, so I, I I I was not ready for England to smash up Norway the way they did. Like, matter of fact, they might have still scored a goal while, while we while we were recording this. <laughs> um, you know, smacking them eight nil. I did not see that come because, like, Norway Norway still good, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I feel like that. Like. They at least had like an outside shot of, of of doing something. I'm like, you could beat down like that. It's like, nah, you ain't you ain't you ain't doing nothing this year.
1: <laughs> I'm just concerned about all the people that are gonna call your uh call England disrespectful. Like right? they scored eight, they didn't know when to stop.
0: I know, right? I mean, anybody my, my anybody, my anybody drinking tea after celebrating exactly. the
1: goal? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. If you didn't want them to celebrate, you should have stopped them from scoring. Run it up. That's
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do like. They've looked good. Uh, Francis looked good. Um, I feel like, like, I want to say Germany looked pretty good as well. Like
2: Ger- German the Germany and Spain game the other day was awesome. Yeah,
0: and um, yeah. like, like who's uh, who's been setting up for y'all?
1: I haven't watched any of it because. I work during so the you, day. You, so, like, yeah, I ain't on Europe like, time yet. So <laughs> All I saw was the group chat lighting up because England scored. England yeah. scored. Oh, they scored again? Oh, they scored yeah. again. Wait a minute.
0: Yeah.
1: It was a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like of course, you know, th- thanks to these guys souls, uh, I'm pretty sure you're probably like at least 10 different chats right now. So yeah, you know, it, it is
2: what it is. So it but uh, ever since I've joined the culture verse, my chat game is gone. <laughs> is it?
1: Has your has your crazy. GIF levels gone up? Like I find them so yeah, quick now. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Hey, <laughs> I, quick to save I, listen,
0: you messing around with me? I, like I will have your GIF game uh, on on point. You have no idea. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like I'm I, I, I'm pulling for for France because I feel like because I like it. I don't know if it's like cause I, I remember watching the Euros from from. Um, from four years ago, from twenty eighteen, like, I believe. Like, Netherlands when I'm like, has has the Euros always been this white? Yes. Okay, it's like it's it, it's it's jarring when you notice it, and it's like, oh wow, like even like like we England, I'm like I, I think like everybody's just beige and tan, so it's kind of weird, but like, yeah, I know at least for from what I've been able to see so far, um, yeah, like I. I I'm hoping that France decides to not to to be like their club self and not like the national team self and actually make it past the quarterfinals. So, um,
1: I think they, I think they'll be okay. Uh, This is purely from like watching all of them play at club. Right. I haven't haven't got to watch them play like a full game.
0: And that's the thing is like. They've been so dominant at club level, but then like it seemed like whether it's the Euros, whether it's the World Cup, it's like they keep shitting the bed. And I'm like, you know, like I'm hoping that they can finally break through. I feel like they're the women's version of what Spain used to be, where it's like like everyone knew they were good, but you just kept on choking um, in, in a major tournament, and then they finally broke through and just started winning everything. So, like that that part's been been just like. I'd like to see them kind of um, get over the hump and, and and do something, but but yeah, it's uh hopefully you guys are watching. And of course, if you do have BNTV, make sure you check out the uh, the women's Afcon as well, because yeah, that that's been pretty dope as well um, and whatnot. But yeah, on the flip side, I'm going to pivot real quick and talk about see i got i got my my dc united shirt because no things things are happening in the capitol so we're gonna see uh, the highs what's happening and lows
1: with- of dc united oh <laughs> it's, been, it's
0: been what a week what a week so we will get on their new head coach the blowout um more transfer stuff going on and uh, a word from our friends at the cultureverse but uh stick with us and uh we'll be right back
1: y'all i'm sky and this is your girl Sills. and we are shea butter fc a podcast featuring two black women's perspectives on soccer football and everything in between delivering content with soul and seasoning that'll moisturize your skin lay your edges and deepen your love for all things black women our show and brand exists to elevate black women and non-binary players in the women's game as these players have been consistently neglected by our d- domestic leagues and U.S. soccer. We want to expose the U.S. women's soccer, or WOSO, fan base to the talent of Black players and serve as a platform for players to share their full story. Follow us, Shea FC, on Twitter and Instagram at sbfc_podcast. underscore podcast. And don't forget to listen, like, and subscribe to the show on your favorite platform. Peace
0: and we're back Yes, yes, yes. Now somehow, some way, um, it is rivalry week in um, MLS. We I are. Don't like... So, apparently, down here in Atlanta, Austin is our rival. I don't, I don't know how this actually worked.
1: That historic rivalry between <laughs> 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 that historic first meeting between Atlanta and Austin.
0: <laughs> yes, and the biggest okay.
1: rivalry in the South of Nashville versus Charlotte.
0: <laughs> I mean. <laughs> No. I'm sure. Some, I'm sure somewhere there is a a, a a rivalry between Nashville. Of course, you know it's, it's never been developed in, in 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 any other sport. You know, because the Panthers and the Titans they're in different conferences and, and divisions. So, and the Predators and the uh, Hurricanes. No. no. Um, uh yeah. the Hurricanes are also in Raleigh, not Charlotte. So. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> like. How how that managed? To work, I mean, like you know, we're all fighting for the Southern Championship, so you know, hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll um we'll see what what happens there. But um, all I could tell you, at least as far as down here in Atlanta, I, I'm just glad that you know nobody got got injured because that seems to be our, our thing lately. Y'all are so, cursed, man. Dude like yeah. So like in, in the middle of while we were away, another person went down. Emerson Hyman went down. He just he just slipped on the artificial turf off off the pitch and still got hurt, and he's out for four to six weeks. I'm like, and then we sign another winger as if we need more attacking help. I'm like, dude, you, like, are y'all reading the rumor? Right no
1: defense, now? just vibes. Let's go.
0: All vibes. All They're going
2: to have season ticket holders playing center back soon, man. Don't you worry. Hey,
0: I got, <laughs> I, I, I got Coach Tony ready. I'm like, like, this is just something right now that – I, I cannot explain. Of course, you know everyone's been everyone down here has been upset and frustrated um, after losing three 0 to Austin. Even Joseph Martinez uh, went into it um, after the game, as far as just the the effort that's being put in. Of course, I'm gonna just say I'm gonna give a little bit of tea out here. like you know how you know like how how when you have a when you have a boo friend. And they, they they accuse you of cheating, and even though it's really them that's cheating, I'm gonna say that might be the case here. That's just the world on, on the street. Y'all take it. Y'all take it for what it is. So, but yeah, like right
2: now, is it, go ahead. Sorry, is, isn't Joseph in a contract year now too?
0: Next year is his contract year. So, and of course, he he talked about it after the game. It's like you know, this could be his last year. Honestly, I could see it being his last year. I honestly, I, I could have seen when he was when he was um, beefing with Heinz uh, last year. I could have seen it. I could have seen last year I being the last year.
1: See, I don't think it was his last year. Last year when he was beefing with the coach, because I don't think anybody believed in their coach, so they were looking for a reason. And the yeah. captain, <laughs> and the captain not liking him and making it a him or me thing, that made it easy. So.
0: I mean, because I last last year, like it was tough because granted, we didn't have nearly as many integers as we have now. But like we went through long stretches where we didn't have Joseph. We didn't have Barco. So like at that point, of course, we didn't have nearly the attacking weapons that we have now. So it's like without those two, the attack was shit. And like now you're at a, you're at a point where now you have more than enough um, attacking options and. But like the defense is is gone to crap, and and what's left is basically a bunch of inexperienced kids. And it's like, granted, you you can cook with them, you can you can you can try to develop them, but it's like you still need some type of like leadership presence um, around them to be like, like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> like like you like you said, see that that movie just did, don't do that next time. So <laughs> like that's that like that's where we are, and it's it's, fr- it's frustrating because obviously we've seen the like a lot of the buzz that was always there with Atlanta. Uh It's, it's slowly dwindling away. And, and I, and I, and one thing that we, of course we said it many times on, on the pod, you know, just like the front office, they're not reading the room as far as one, they might need they might need fresh blood themselves as far as just a new voice. But then, like I said, you see what's going on on the pitch, and 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 what we need help with. Granted, like we still we did have, we got a a keeper Godinho, from I think Club America. He's coming in on loan. I think we have a, a center back just coming in. Like we need deep, we need defense. We don't need we don't need attack right now. We're we're good on that. Like I mean, even even Dom Dwyer is relatively on form right now. So like that's like attack isn't a problem.
1: Dom Dwyer being informed is just hilarious to me.
0: <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know what? I mean, you know, we actually had a, a real interesting conversation in, in the culture chat a couple of days ago about that. Cause of course, for those of y'all that, that, that might've been living under a rock, uh, he used to be married to city LaRue, who is now a angel city striker. Um, and like, I feel like we were talking about like how, them moving on from each other helped their professional lives because they're, they're both in better spaces and better forms since they, since they split, you know, sometimes like, you know, like marriage just just ain't ain't for you, or at least not for that couple. And you got to move on to flourish and they flourished um, since, since that split. So, you know, of course I'm still mad because technically sit is ours. She was drafted by the beat and she never got to play. Because WSL voted, I'm like, yo, bring her back here, here. <laughs>
1: nah, she retiring at H- Angel C- uh, retiring with Angel City. I guess she likes the beaches too much. I don't know. I mean, just... I
0: mean, like she, they, they even had her on SportsCenter a couple days ago. Like, of course, I actually stayed up late to watch that that, that, that interview because they kept on hyping it up. I was like, dog, like, can y'all go ahead and get to this interview? Like, <laughs> it should took the fucking ever. And but yeah, like, I I, I definitely see her. Um, flourishing in, um, in Angel City, of course, she's a UCLA alum, you know, she grew up uh, out there. So I think the opportunity for her just um, as a player, and of course, once everyone gets healthy um, out there, when press comes back next year, that that attack will be even more dangerous. So, you know, it's, it's it'll, it'll be a, a, a dope um, thing to see, but yeah, it's good to see her. And I can definitely tell that she's enjoying being back home. You know, I could definitely tell tell that just just in just the list of the posts that have been coming out, everything that's been coming since then. Like, this is a, definitely a better situation, especially from where things were going in Orlando. So, yeah.
2: But man, um, you hear about some of the stuff that like was coming out of Orlando and everything that she experienced. That was that was wild. So I'm glad she find she kind of found her peace in Angels and Angel City. At least from my perspective and from what I've seen, it seems to have a good club culture, which. It's probably really important for her at this point now. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely.
0: That, that's cool. I, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Huh? Oh, no. I mean, I <laughs> it like like you said the the culture around Angel City seems to be like, player first, which a lot mm-hmm. of clubs can't say, which is so sad. But it it works for them, so I'm glad she's back with familiar faces and Ally Riley um, back. Back in California, where she where she moved to mm-hmm. um, after leaving her mom, um, and back in familiar territory. So, uh, especially playing with Press again, that'll that mm-hmm. that attack is gonna be so yeah. so lethal. So much. I'm so mad about it because Charlie, <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, Kristen Press, and Sydney Larue playing together on one field with Endo serving balls to them all day. Is highly unfair, and I'm gonna need someone to investigate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the crazy thing about it is that like they they haven't really even used everyone that's available yet. Cause like I feel like I have I've barely seen Swaby play yet. Like talking about, and I'm like, there's so much talent stacked on on, on that squad to where if everyone gets healthy and everyone gets on on, on the right track, like.
1: Don't let yeah. Sky tell it, man, because she think be, <laughs> she thinks you this team shut is her trash up. right now. No, you can shut her up right now. But when they all on the field together, no, nah, everybody's muting Sky and the group chat. If Sky's listening to this, <laughs> I'm muting you in the group chat immediately the moment the 2023 season starts. Just letting you know. You're I mean, was, beat,
0: she, was, was she loud on Saturday? Because, I mean, they beat YV. Um,
1: no, actually. But I also so, was drunk, so I can't really say if I was, <laughs> if she was or not.
0: She's like, you're doing something. I don't know. <laughs> you figure it out. I didn't even watch that
1: game. <laughs> I didn't even watch that game. I was just like, you know what? Let me take this little but, nap.
0: But come Friday, we got, 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 got a little bit of a Shea Butter Derby going on here. You know, Courage in Angel City.
1: See? H- I'm just here for the good times and
0: vibes. <laughs> right. I mean, it, it it should be a good time. It should be a good time, of course. A good time in Carrie, and yeah, I'm
1: rooting for everybody gay. That's all. I got. That's,
0: all I got. That's what's up. That's what's up. Good policy, but um, but yeah, of course, um, it, it's, it's summertime, and I would be remiss if we did not hit back up on some transfers that have um, been coming in and out of MLS. Europe and whatnot. Um, of course, the big one that I mentioned back at the beginning of the show um, was uh, Tyler Adams uh, is heading to Leeds United. So now they have uh, they have Adams, they have Aronson. Of course, the coach by Jesse Marsh.
1: They're going They're after Richards it? too.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. I was I was about to say I saw that one on the rumor you know, mill. America, so-
1: like this is it, like. It.
0: So, for those of y'all that don't know, because Leeds has been out of the Premier League for so long, they're actually a pretty big rival of Man United. And I'm like, y'all are messing with me right now with all these Americans on Leeds right now. I'm like, this yeah. is just like this is just not cool. And I'm like, I'm trying my best, you know, to, to not find favor in Leeds, but I'm like, y'all keep y'all keep bringing my boys over, and it's like, dog, like this 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 isn't fair, man. And but like. But it does bring up a a interesting uh, situation, just because like it's something that we've never really been able to see as far as for uh, American players. Is that because typically, like let's like it's very common that you'll see this in uh, in the Premier League, where let's say like you have a coach from from the the Netherlands, and they start bringing in you know a left back from Ajax and try to bring in a a, a Dutch uh, midfield from from Bayern uh, from uh, Barcelona. And they, they keep bringing in the guys from their country that they know that, that can play. And this is the first time where we've seen an American coach be in a position where it's like, like okay, I can bring some American players to my team and try to sauce this thing up and, and whatnot. So that's been something that I'm like, it's, it's really been cool to see. I just wish it wasn't at Leeds. Yeah. And Damn, it, but, man.
1: Like, I was like, yes, I want a Tyler Adams Leeds kit and then it hurt me to say that cuz fucking right God.
2: right I will I will say as a Liverpool fan I love this oh, yes. this is was warming my heart a little bit um I do have a hot take that Pulisic ends up at Leeds also <laughs>
0: Ooh. it's
2: a hot take I have I know I know his contracts about to be up with with Chelsea and you know you, we'll, you, don't, we'll you don't think
0: your boys are going to try to get him? No, they
2: don't. No, need I, mean, I, I
0: mean, I mean, I mean, money,
2: money is gone. I mean, they, they, they... money's gone. That one hurt. I'm not ready to talk about it. Ariggy's gone. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's gone too. Um, but we signed, we signed Darwin Nunez. Mm-hmm. They love Luis Diaz. You know, Jota's young. We still have, you know, obviously Mosala and Bobby Firmino's a bench option at this point. And don't sleep on Harvey Elliott either. So I I don't think we need Liverpool don't 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 need a, a lot of help on on the wings or up front or anything like that. Um, what we need is probably more youth in the midfield. Uh, and that's kind of like more I, I central like midfielders. I don't, I don't think Pelecy will fit, fit
0: that. I think that
2: because like
0: honestly, like I was kind of surprised that Liverpool did as well as it did last year. Because like I I do see like the age coming up to where it's like. Like how long do you want to hold on to this kinda of like I do what the US women like like you wanna go ahead and start moving on or do you wanna to try to hang on to this a little bit longer and and um so it's 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 been interesting to see. But yeah, like um uh, I know you've apparently Juventus uh took a look at um at a US agent and uh it's, so far Chelsea said no. So listen, that that's a to be determined uh situation right now, but uh but Juventus did pick up finally finally confirmed the the worst kept secret in the world um picking up on paul Pogba on a free uh they also signed um uh Angel Di maria on a, on a free from p s g and um but yeah that's um you know and i'm gonna go ahead and just touch on this real quick because you know we 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 try to or try our best to, to to keep the the seven talk to a minimum on here but of course you know obviously like the United just started their 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 tour in Thailand, no Bangkok, yeah, and of course we, we 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 did beat Liverpool, just so you know, and um, but uh, the Savage's on the tour and he looks like he's trying to get out, and I'm like, I don't mind it,
1: I'm okay because- with it, I am a hundred percent okay with it. Chelsea, that rumor about Chelsea, and I was like, you know what, let me help him pack, but. <laughs> Wherever you want to send him, you let me know, and you know I'll pay postage. Like,
2: because <laughs> <laughs> like it's just- um, taking off taking off my Liverpool hat and just just wearing my soccer fan hat. Um, I, yeah, I think obviously the best days of Ronaldo and United are are, are behind him. You know, I, I don't see why. I, like, I, I think it's time for a fresh start. Um, I, I'd let him walk. I let him go. Whatever the price. I
0: mean. But- Obviously, he's he's still considered a uh, huge brand globally. So, um, he's he, uh, apparently he's he's willing to take a pay cut. But I'm like, how far of a pay cut are we talking about? Because it's not like you're about to just go to Spurs and and, and slum it up and everything. But
1: he could take convers- the bail contract. Let him have it.
0: I mean, <laughs> like personally, I, I think that this is a great opportunity for him to. To just say like you know I'm gonna take a loan and um, go and go back home to Sporting and and um, and do that because I mean because uh, he'll be a free agent in a year anyway so it's like he'll have a, a victory lap back home and then he can decide from there whether he wants to you know if if, if the charges ain't, ain't ain't on him still here he can think about MLS he can do China whatever uh, but I know as far as United goes like even without the off field stuff notwithstanding. Um, I feel like at at his age you like what united got going on is bigger than, than keeping him, so we just gotta go ahead and let that let that narcotic go just like go
2: but um and i, I do too i do think too that United's in a position that they need some some pretty serious roster reform too because oh yeah based, oh yeah based on what based on what I've read, and of course I'm not involved in. You know, heavily in United, Twitter or anything like that. But I have some close friends that are United fans. That the cl- the culture within the locker room is apparently really bad. Yeah. You know, maybe Ten Hag comes in and, and changes it up. But I, I always thought, even before the whole uh, when Ronaldo was leaving Juventus, before he signed with with United, and the whole fiasco with with City, which I'm, I'm I'll put my life on was a smoke screen all along. Oh, it absolutely I thought he was. was.
1: Gonna- that was the best. That was the best rumor they ever put out.
2: I loved it, but <laughs> um, I always thought he was gonna he was gonna go back to sporting and kind of retire at home because he, he's not running like he used to. Like he's still very good. He's yeah, like,
0: I mean he can finish all day long. One of the wrong. best
2: players of all time, but I, I thought he was gonna go back to Portugal.
0: Yeah, I, I think that just like for what everybody else does on the team, having him there, having him on the pitch, kind of, um, it
1: it was always a threat, but it was never credible
0: yeah and if that makes sense it diminishes what what everybody else can do because you have to account for him for so much and i'm like yeah like it, it's probably just better off just moving on and let and let letting that ride and um you know like i said there's it's only a few teams that, that can really afford him there's only a few teams that given his own given his loyalties i'm like would you really go there i mean like like you said like city was never really an, an option like i'm i'm Honestly surprised that Chelsea's even thinking about it. Uh but at the same time, who else can really afford it and that's where I'm like I think that the best case scenario would be a loan um to a place that he knows that you know he has love for and that be sporting. So I right, said so we'll, we'll we'll see how that how that goes and um and what One last thing cuz I you know not I'm a new I'm a I'm a reborn fan of of DC United and everything, you know. So, is it your fault you know, for the loss? I I wasn't there. Yet. I wasn't on that train yet. No one oh. on that train yet. That that, <laughs> that wasn't on me. That wasn't on me. Like like what happened on Friday, you know. Like that was you no. Know, that was that was that was, you know, pre Grego. So like you know, I, I I've been on on a on a six year hiatus from, from from DC United, but like all of a sudden like now you know why is this back? You know, I'm honestly I'm very shocked that he would come back given how he left because it seemed like the him being stateside was causing um, some friction, mom, um, and, 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 um, back home. And he's like, I got, I got to go back to England, but apparently things have worked, have worked out to where Wayne Rooney is is now the new head coach of DC United. Can we even really expect anything here right now? Because DC is honestly a mess.
1: Nah, they just let him go for vibes at this point. <laughs>
2: um, I mean, it, it, it's I mean we're at the halfway point of the season, and and you look at what Rooney did at, at Derby, considering everything they were going through, and it was it was an absolutely impressive coaching job. But I do want to point out two things. One, pretty sure if I remember correctly, well, when he was playing at DC, that his wife absolutely hated DC. Mm-hmm. And then two, I am absolutely shocked that Wayne Rooney is only five years older than me because that <laughs> man looks.
0: <laughs> man, listen, They're, like I don't know if y'all remember there was this uh, Nike commercial uh, that came out back uh, during the uh, twenty ten World Cup and like kind of like a what if scenario and like and, and Rooney missed a penalty and and went off into obscurity and, and looked all scraggly, lived in a trailer park, and everything. He doesn't look that far off from that from now. No, nah, Nike nailed it? Yeah.
1: Man, he looked like he been through some things. Like, Derby fucked him up. <laughs> like...
0: He lived off. Yeah, I
2: mean, the guy went in there with, what was it, a 12-point reduction in the championship? 21, 21. And they said, hey, don't get relegated. Yeah, 21. And, and the, he, he managed to survive. And, I mean, I'm sure that dude had to drink himself to sleep every night and that whole mess up, so I mean, I done
0: it. relegation will, will will take the life out of you and and just suck it all, all dry. But, so
1: what does, so you asked the question, what does he do this year and how much time, how much time are they really giving him to like turn things around? Are they going the Derby method? Cause you can't get relegated here. So it's like,
0: you safe from that,
1: yeah. So you say yeah. from that you're currently 13th out of 14 in the East, mm-hmm. you've got Chicago, Toronto and Atlanta and Miami around you. Not too far off, and seven clubs make the playoffs. You're not play. You're not making the playoffs. That's just let's just let me kill some dreams right there. You're not making the playoffs, but how is close to impossible? that
0: playoff? Is isn't it possible? Yes. I mean, because like
2: yeah, I was say, MLS is wacky, man. I, th- I think it's <laughs> I mean because like MLS is the cause Right
0: because right the now six or seven notice. places are Charlotte and Cincinnati. I'm like, do you oh, really damn. trust Charlotte? Yeah, do you really trust that? I mean, it, it might not be, but at the same time, it's like that that whole 6th to, uh, I guess, thirteenth. It's like who can you trust right there? You have Charlotte, Cincinnati, Columbus, New England, New England, really, uh, <laughs> it, Inner Miami, Atlanta, Toronto. It's like
1: I'm trying to I see think- who Charlotte has remaining on their schedule to see how how well they do going into. The playoffs and they got some tough games like
0: i mean they got they
1: got la I mean, sh- sh- still they got nyc still twice nyc still they got philly uh, they, they got, already they beat got, new york once so maybe they can come in
0: they got Cali's crew in, uh, in on 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 saturday like how, how you feeling about um about the, sa- the saturday
2: man um Miami's. I mean, we're 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 playing pretty well right now. We've been it's been kind of an uphill battle. Um, obviously, you know us facing relegation, uh, not relegation, but uh, sanctions, and you know the the roster hasn't been. You know we're, we're essentially right now playing with zero DPS because Gonzalo has been absolutely useless. <laughs> you know. Oh,
0: so 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 we, so we are clear. We are we are off the Iguain boat.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 If you ask most Miami fans, that's the that's the case. Um, you know the, the team's playing well. I'm I'm pretty confident. Um, we got a uh, well, we got uh, we got Philly tomorrow at home, and then we turn around real quick and play Charlotte at home this weekend. Mm-hmm. So we played Philly pretty well last time we last time out. We we drew them over there with Drake Callender literally just dragged us into a point. Um, you know, and then Charlotte. You know, we'll we'll see, man. we're uh, I think we're playing well. You know, we're we're a little a little beat up, but um, hopefully we can get these. We can get uh Pozuelo and and Grant and Gene playing in, sh- in quick order and, and get back into it. But I think I, I'm, you know, at home we're 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 pretty we're pretty good.
0: Okay. Okay. So and of course, well, again, y'all, we got Ebony Navidad and Nikika Kelly. Uh, on on a show of course on they are now members of the two cents cultureverse um, Of course many of you know ebony from American outlaws um, Oak City supporters um, with the courage uh, in the past but um, she's also part of another podcast called Walking 90 uh, that's uh joining the uh, Cultureverse so tell us, tell us about that show uh,
1: Walking 90 uh, it started with uh, Yogi. Uh, he just hit us up and was like, I want to do these cool walk 90-second clips with players and coaches as, you know, quick interviews. And it kind of expanded from there and we just, it just kind of blew up and we became like really one of the only League One podcasts covering USL League One. Um, so when we got the opportunity to, to join the Cultureverse, it was like a no-brainer. You know? It, you know, the vision is there and we see ourselves, we don't take ourselves too seriously, but we definitely come with facts when we, when we, when we air it out. So uh, me, Kyle, Yo- uh, and Yogi, uh, it's every other week, live stream. And then we try to do a Twitter spaces on the off week um, if we can. Um, Then we just added Chip from Omaha and Brandon from Greenville. Brandon's been providing some, like, really cool stats for us. And Chip's bringing that extra voice Um, who's been here in the game for a little bit since, you know, for Omaha. And uh, I'm the new one. So this is my second year in the league, and those guys are the OGs. So just trying to bring new perspectives from everywhere we can. And it's been fun. It's been cool. Uh, We've got our mid-season show coming up. uh, And the league is wild. It's close. It's closer than it's ever been before, uh, which is weird to say, especially for like a four-year league. (laughs) Right. Four or five, four or five-year league. And But this is probably one of the more exciting seasons that I've watched and participated in.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, is, oh, and
1: we just added another team for 2024.
0: Yes. Yes. Huntsville. Huntsville. Yeah. That's a, that's a fresh announcement. Um, come, that came out just uh, yeah, earlier that, today.
1: The Santa Barbara. Um, that that's gonna be fun. I don't know if you saw it when it dropped. Yeah, Santa Barbara Sky Football Club. They'll be adding a men's and a women's team to League One and W League. I think. Okay. Okay. In okay. Santa Barbara in 2024. Hold no. up! Is,
0: is, Hun- is Huntsville League one or League two?
1: Huntsville, Knoxville?
0: No, Huntsville. Huntsville. Because that's also no. League two. Oh, no, no, wait, wait, wait! No. That's That's, not even, that's, not even, that's um, MLS Next Pro. So yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. Because they got announced today too. Like you no, know, it's it's
2: it's very a, interesting times. Baseball.
0: There's there's very interesting times right now with lower division soccer because especially with mls and usl ending their partnership it seems like there's a, there's a quite a, a battle going on right now for new teams and whatnot but um but yeah santa barbara gotcha 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 and of course also joining the cultureverse is the dreaming of freedom podcast that cali is a part of also with uh our man uh professor jermaine also with a homie after the that y'all be meeting pretty soon on, on the podcast. Uh, tell us, tell us about that podcast.
2: Yes. Yeah, so, um, dreaming of freedom where, uh, it started off, uh, we're, we're all part of the black Herons independent support group for inner Miami. Um, and, and you know, the, I can, I can go on forever on some of the things that, that led us to have to be the black Herons and stuff like that. But, um, you know, uh, in, in our chat and stuff and talking to Jermaine and, and AD and, and some of the other people, we we realized that it's so important that we um, that we talk about uh, football in a, in a more personal context. So through the through the lenses of social justice, through the lenses of race and all that stuff and, and um, you know, how the intersection between those things. Right. And how uh, sports and politics like people want to keep them separate, but it's impossible to do that. Um so we we came together and we kinda came to this idea and it formulated over over months really. Um and we're kind of of toying the idea of when to when to kick things off and then uh, Jermaine went up to Atlanta for the um for the Juneteenth game and, and talked to to Reggie and Aero and some of the other footy mob uh leaders and, and you know, we we came up with a date and we just kinda you know let it rip from there. So um our, our whole goal is to to kind of talk about, um, you know, the, the importance of, of the supporter culture in in football and um, the importance of social justice in football and, and how there's the, the kind of intersection between those things, so. That's what we're about we're, we're two episodes deep we our first episode we, we interviewed footy mob it's an awesome 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 episode if you haven't listened to it I, I highly recommend it not even for us because it's just because reggie and arrow are so full of wisdom and and they've really kind of set the they set the standard for for black supporters groups in in American soccer and then uh, for our second episode we talked about you know just kind of the things we stand for why we need to dream of freedom and and we had a long conversation and it was actually kind of a pivot that we had to make um, because we, we had other intentions for our second episode but some schedules didn't line up um, so we just kind of let it rip off the cuff and and you know well, what you guys heard is, is what we got and um, we got a little deep we got a we definitely you know rattle the cage a little bit and we, we've heard from some of our supporters in Inter Miami uh, so yeah we're getting a message out there <laughs> got a
0: little bit of smoke from that first of all because you know before the smoke, light, let's, let's. I gotta, I gotta give this man, you know, some some flowers. You know, we gotta get the king some flowers. There's a there's a a poem that Callie reads at the beginning of the show. That yo, know, if you if you haven't um, uh, listened to the podcast, yeah, just do it for that for that alone. And I, I guarantee, like, you'll be moved and every everything. And of course, the content of uh, of the episode, you know, is is definitely important because. You know, one thing that still, even to this day, um, there's still there's struggle going on with just the embracing of black supporters in this in the soccer supporter space. You know, like I'm hearing stories right now as far as just we're still dealing with, with situations where black fans aren't felt, they don't feel welcome in. And just a general supporter space, whether it's watch parties, um, supporter stands, like it's, it's, it's all it's all over the place. And but that's that's a big reason, like why we are here um, to one, normalize the space. And I, I think that we need to you know, take things to a higher step. I know that um, Sky uh, and I also Yogi few other partners that that we've been um talking to like we're trying to like make things to where that that space is there to where no matter where you're at or where you go to travel to like you you like you got a partner to hook up with um uh like wherever you go where like you where you don't feel alone and i feel like that's something like especially as as our podcast uh I started that, that was something that's always been like a, a goal of mine is to make sure that hey, no matter where you are, like it, you don't feel like it's just you. And like what what I have here in Atlanta is clearly the anomaly, but we want to but we don't want this to be the case forever. Like we want to make sure that that diversity is embraced, whether it's Miami, Cary, DC, LA, Seattle, wherever. And that's something, you know, it, it, it takes work and it, you know, it's obviously it gets frustrating at times, but it's a something that's necessary to the uh, the overall goal and missions of all the podcasts uh, that, uh, that, that, that we do. And, um, but yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. Like when I think about Miami, because you like, what y'all are dealing with right now is kind of like, and I, I, I think I told us in the in the chat. This is the prime reason why why Miami is is way too tailor made for for having multiple teams. I'm like, because just just imagining all of Miami supporting one team and getting all and get all the different cultures uh, in Miami all behind one team. I'm like, the only team now that that can manage that is the Hurricanes. That's about it. Everybody else, good luck. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, we, we, we have a unique situation being in Miami right um, I, I mentioned it in our last episode that Miami is probably one of the most diverse city cities on the planet yep. you know we draw so much of our population from from Latin American countries from the Caribbean um, you know Western Europe and stuff like that like it, it's all it, it's all a culmination of so many different cultures. Right. Um and when Inter Miami started, we always under I I think everyone understood that there was going to be a heavy catering towards Latin Americans because, you know, here in Miami the you know Latinx community is the majority, you know, so it's it's unique in that regard. But uh and and Jermaine mentioned it um in our in our podcast how there's so many, you know, Haitian, Jamaican, Trinidadian. You know fans from and and from other places in the caribbean and, and from other places on the planet that that want to find a space at the club you know and, and to see how um i don't know i don't know if i want to say I, i'm still trying to decide if the club is is either blissfully unaware or completely ignorant but both Probably are, exactly. are reprehensible. yeah mm-hmm. yeah both are and, and to me both are reprehensible right that they they never they were like the only team that didn't mention black history month they're the only team that didn't have a Juneteenth post. They didn't even do the obligatory like Martin Luther King day post, like you know, the, the picture with a quote and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it's funny because, uh, you know, someone, someone I'm close to at the club when they, they posted the, the, they, they tweeted about the auction. Cause they're auctioning off the Juneteenth jerseys. Mm-hmm. They said, Oh, uh, you know, bid for your Juneteenth, Juneteenth jerseys here. And, uh, one of the leaders of one of the SGZ said, "Oh man, they finally said the J word." <laughs> so you know it's uh, it, it's tough, and because it, there seems to be a blatant disregard for for uh, black supporters, and and even honestly, just non Hispanic uh, supporters, um, the clubs really delegated the responsibility of fan culture to the two main supporters groups. Um, and there's definitely, uh, and and we we already talked about. it, I said I'm not, we're, we're not going to say names. We're not going to point anybody out. But there's definitely um, there's been some words said back and forth about you know trying to have an honest discussion about fan culture and trying to get everybody involved. Um, but there's heavy gatekeeping gatekeeping going on, and um, some of the words said to me personally were you know you need to earn a seat at the table. You know, you need to you, you need to to put in the effort. You need to put in the work to to have a say. Like, we're not trying to have a say; we're just trying to make this for everybody. You know, and and we like you say to earn a seat at the table. We say fuck a table. <laughs> like, there shouldn't be a table. Like, well, this should be a place. Like, we're La Familia. Like, we're and um something that we decide. You know, that we kind of came to is that we're trying to build bridges between all the fans, and they're just putting up barricades. Right. And instead of and a point that I made, and I'll. And I'll Try and wrap it up with this because I, I, can go out, I can go on forever about this. You know, the people sitting in the North Sand, which is the supporters section, you know, 90% of them are season ticket holders and 90% of them are affiliated with one of the supporters groups. So the people you don't need, you need to care to aren't the people standing next to you they're not the people standing behind or in front of the drums or playing the trumpets or anything. Everyone there is already bought into the culture. Everyone's there and even us like as the Black Herons, and even me is like a I, I, I speak Spanish, you know, and our our chants can be lengthy, they can be wordy, they can be tough. So I can imagine how difficult they are for an English speaking supporter, but regardless, all of us in the North stand, we are we're we're there. We're part of the culture. We're part of the chants. If we don't know the words, we'll we'll still scream, we'll we'll will clap whatever. The people you need to cater to are the people sitting in the east and west stand, or the people sitting in the south stand, the people that are watching on TV that are trying to find a place in the club. Mm-hmm. And by making it so that just a small section of the popu- of the populations, just a small section of, of people that attend can be a part of this culture, you're, you're really limiting what this club can grow to. And you're really limiting what the supporter, what what the supporter section can look like. Mm-hmm. Because the way I see it, if someone's in a stance for the first game and they hear a chant or something that they can, they can join along to, now they find a place at the club. When the club is supportive of, you know, black initiatives or, or LGBTQ initiatives and like that, people find their place in the club that way. And between some of the supporters groups and the club, I, I think there's been just, you know, I, I feel like they're just trying to, you know, cater to what's easy instead of being inclusive towards everybody.
0: You know it's 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 tough and but like you know I'm, I'm gonna get into it into it now, but just like the with everything that happened um a couple of weeks ago with uh with the uh, decision to overturn roe v wade and just the the stark silence from a lot of clubs as far as you know not speaking out I, 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 either for or against i'm like it's say something and I think for a lot of supporters, you know, regardless of what team that, that they that that you follow, it's um it's, it's it's been a real watershed moment as far as just like what exactly does your club uh, stand for, and and just how exactly like, that they, they embrace you and and whatever community that that, that you represent on top of. The um the supporter community, but um to, you got to so, go ahead
1: to like to touch on that like it's wild so like did they did they even do like the basic retweet of like MLS tweets no oh, okay. so no there, there's
2: there's there's it, it's the only political statement that the club has ever made publicly was um, was when the whole SOS Cuba, Patria y Vida, uh, trend was going on when, uh, you know, when everything was happening in Cuba. And of course our, our, our main owners, the, the Moss brothers, they, they are Cubans from Miami, you know, um, uh, so that, that's the only stance they, t- they've taken. Aside from that, they, they really haven't taken any, any initiatives, you know, aside from the Memorial Day, Veterans Day, 4th of July, like, and and then whatever league initiatives. But they've never taken a stance or they've never voiced their support for anyone, Mm -hmm. ever.
1: So, so just like in Miami, I feel like that's a MLS problem overall. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, you didn't see any teams outside of, like, the teams that are affiliated with NWSL clubs and then Sounders and then... Mm-hmm. Like, two other clubs, maybe. Yeah. Um, none of them really put anything out for, like, the overturning of Roe v. Wade. And none of them, um, like, a lot of them put out Juneteenth tweets, but they didn't do anything for Juneteenth. And a lot of them put out those pride tops, but didn't donate the money to, like, a local LGBT like organization or we did though you guys did okay like I could like I wanted a Sounders one but I didn't see where the money was going and then it took MLS like three tweets to finally tell us that they were giving it to like you can play an athlete ally but it wasn't even all proceeds it was like a small one and I'm like well what is that doing for your local community and then same thing with the Juneteenth tops like none of that money went back to anything worth like within the community for like black organizations or anything i'm very fortunate that my teams so ncfc courage and sounders put out statements and they were quick about it they were very pointed in their statement of these are their rights and we are against anyone who doesn't agree with that and for some reason, those statements are so hard for a lot of these teams to put out, and I don't get it. And the especially considering, I, considering
0: I, like the 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 stance that that they have taken, like say like try, like being a supporter of pride, and you know, like there, like there's, you,
1: It's the pick and choosing the, 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 that the, it's just
0: right. Ugh, it's, it's like.
1: Eh. Leave those women someone said it earlier, I can't remember who it was, but they were like, If you're not gonna if you're not gonna put a statement out about Roby Wade, leave that women's day tweet in the drafts. Just, yeah. just throw
2: it out. It, it, it is, and I, I and I think I think a lot of clubs are scared to take a stance on anything because they're afraid of how certain fans might react. But my position has always been that silence sides uh, silence sides with the oppressor. Yeah. Um, so by saying nothing, you're not, you ho- you're, you're, you're hurting women it's, I'm talking specifically of the Roe v. Wade overturning by not saying anything. You're, you're specifically hurting women that are affected by that. Yeah. You're specifically hurting people who can, you know, give birth by just remaining silent. And, and it's the same thing with, 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 with like not saying anything about LGBTQ or Juneteenth or, or black history month, like silence is violence. Like if you don't, if you don't if you don't take a stance and oppose it you're you're actively contributing to the oppression of the group of people that it's that's meant to be oppressed in that moment
0: and even like the ones some of the teams that have like the, the one that actually stood up stuck out to me was uh indy 11 um and like they made a statement that basically just said like because we have a a women's team we're in support of this. of like
1: it's like the because it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. I, it's like I too have daughters, so now I understand right, what right, all this means. Right. I'm like that makes no sense like it and then it's the changing of the fan code of conduct from indie and now and it's like you're making something political which is a basic human right and it's like that line people are just clouding like it's just so fuzzy and I'm like that these shouldn't be issues that you have a statement like to stand up against because it's not anything wrong. You're saying it's we're we are mixing human rights with politics when they shouldn't be. But now, but because we've done that now it goes back to uh, dreaming of freedom, whereas they don't say keep, they're not saying keep politics out of it. They're saying keep black politics out of it. And every time you throw these human rights into politics, the people that are most affected are going to be the people of color and minorities. And that is, that is the group. They don't give a fuck about like we've seen that already all over this league. And it's just, it compounds like all of these things are just, snowballing, it's going to get to a point where we're going to get to 2026 and the stands are going to not represent the USA.
0: Yeah. And And, it'd be unfortunate.
1: and And that is, to kind of bring it all back, that is where like this culture, this bigger idea of two cents comes in because the more that we infiltrate these front offices and these these groups, and we say, hey, if you want to be seen on the biggest stage, and you want that type of growth and name, I guess, I'm trying to figure out a better word, mm-hmm. you're going to have to start paying attention to these smaller cities, these inner cities, you're going to have to try to break into Detroit, you're going <laughs> to, I know they don't want you, but you've got to you got to get to their level and go what do you need you've got to yeah. get into these you've got to break into these league 1 league 2 teams and go what do you need because development has to be there if you want it to if you want the world to come into this country and see it as a top tier country in soccer and you're yeah. not there right now you are so below like we we're producing I, I, but we're so below where we need to be
2: yeah, I'm really glad you mentioned that because uh, I've, I've spoken to friends who maybe don't follow soccer as closely and stuff like that. And they're like, why is, why is the U.S. so far behind like Europe and, and, so, and some of these other countries? I'm like, well, in Europe, their best athletes play, play soccer. In America, our best athletes don't play soccer. You know, so what can we do to attract our best athletes to play soccer? And a lot of it starts with with the culture. Like you start, you, you what what's what culture what cultures U.S. is the, the U.S. Federation setting, you know? Because if if you look at what America is dominant in sports, it's, it's football and, and basketball. All right, those are predominantly black sports. What what can the U.S. what can the U.S. soccer federation do to attract more black players to play soccer? But, and the fact is, they have to set the culture for them to play soccer. If 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 it's not a welcoming environment, if, if there's not an initiative there that they're gonna they're gonna feel safe, they're gonna feel seen, they're gonna feel protected, then they're not gonna join.
0: You know, I, 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 I kind of wrap wrap this part uh, part up. I, I saw a um, interview with Deion Sanders um, early, early this week about how baseball kind of ran ran to the same thing where you they priced out. Black, um, black kids from being able to play baseball. Like, I, like baseball was my, my first sport, Carolina Pines. Like, what's up? And, like, I remember those days. And then, like, when I moved to Virginia and just seeing, like, how it was, like, all the black kids, like, except for, like, maybe, like, um, my homie Steven, like, all the all-star teams were, like, all white coaches, kids, things like that. And I can't I, I can't imagine that soccer is that that much different from from what like I say, kids like me were experiencing 20, 25 years ago. And what and it goes back to what, what you're saying, like 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 with like Detroit City, like at the end of the day is it's always an access uh, issue, whether it's pros, whether it's youth, whether it's coaching, like. In each aspect, there's an, there's an access issue that affects the entire game, and until that gets addressed, like we we can send as many kids as we want to to Europe, to to the Lyon, to Chelsea, to wherever. If if we're not embracing the strategy that that and takes everybody in and and gives everyone that access, we're going to be short in the, in the long run. And it's going to be really, really unfortunate because I think that we actually do have some exception, exceptional athletes that play soccer, but because the the, the access isn't there, isn't there, the money isn't there, they end up saying like, you know what, I, I might be, you know, 5'11", one, you know, 160, but I'm going to go play football instead, you know, I'll, 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 buff, I'll bulk up to 190 and make it work. And, you know, like, it's something that we could do so much uh, uh, better on. And then I'm hoping that, like I said, we have a World Cup coming in 2026, probably another one coming in 2027 for the women. Like, the spotlight's going to be on us for a minute. And, you know, we have an opportunity to actually be better than, than, than where we've been. And it's like we keep running into gatekeepers in so many ways, you know, trying to. You know, keep people out, and, and and it just doesn't make any sense. But, um, but yeah, like, like I said, like I wanted to make sure that we touch on that before we, um, before we wrap things up. Now, um, like I said, at our last episode, we were wrapping up Pride Teeth of course. We are joined by the co creator of the Pride Teeth phenomenon. Uh, I did want to just, uh, again, thank you for. Uh, coming up with the idea with, with Sky, and, um, we were able to make a donation of $100 each to Athlete Ally and to the Black Women's Players Collective. Um, I'm um, actually like, I, I'm given given what's happened, um, again with the Roe v. Wade, I actually, we might be making an, an, one more donation because, yeah, like, say so right now, you know, whether it's women's rights, um, and just like again access like there's a lot of lot of things that that need as much support as we as we can afford to give it so again if you if um if you didn't get a name set that's cool you can always just donate directly to athlete ally to the black women's players collective Uh, uh we'll we'll leave the uh website information on um both here on the um podcast knows as well as on on youtube i promise this week we will put our stuff on youtube this week i promise but um but in the meantime it is so like we're recording this on tuesday the 12th it's the first day of prime day so by the time you get this um uh, episode it will be on the second day of prime day do not spend all your money at at amazon make sure (laughs) that you go to ftcutd dot my Shopify.com. right now we are running a, also a two-day sale 15% off on, on all ios with the promo code amazons and all, now why amazons because you know in the black neighborhood like we got we do krogers we, we do roses like we like we, we always add an s on, on everything for no expl- explainable reason so yeah go like i said promo code amazons uh, and, and uh, get your name sets right get your shirts right like we actually just re-released um our original uh culture established i'm sure it's gotta gotta do remix to it basically we, like because right now we can do pretty much whatever colors that, that you want to get funky with so like i said get funky with us we we got you covered like i said the next these next couple of days so yeah make sure like i said do not spend all your money there trust me i know that that dresser looks good make sure your jersey looks good for when you go out we got you covered
1: so yeah that jersey <laughs> is fire i appreciate you Put, bring in this crazy idea to life it was hilarious um i'll be wearing it for for my pride game on friday uh, it'll be fun in case in case
0: you got some more you know you know just in case you know we, we, we got we got backups ready look got at you ready.
1: see right now i'm working on a special a special kit um, I'm hoping to have it for pride as well. I may have to do a jersey switch in the middle of the game if it comes to life. Um, so but we'll talk. I I kinda wanna do another crazy idea. Crazy idea one. Those are the fun ones where you can make something cool, you can be creative, you can donate to charity, but you still you still look fly and you still get your bread. So
0: Yeah, yeah. But apparently uh a homegirl sky has been getting mass, mass attention out out in, out in LA with her pride team shirts and everything. So yeah. And I I'm, I'm I'm sure you've seen Professor since um since he was Lynn. I know you've seen that that those black heron jobs that 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 we did. I said like the whole crew got gotta get laced up so I said, we. I said, yep. You have to see like right here. I'm. I'm, I'm uh, I got. I got the scarf on the rack now. I'm like. I'm trying to represent all the groups. I got Featherstone up here. I got. I got Richmond. I got. I am trying to get the whole crew represented. So yeah, make sure you, you uh, get you straight, uh, Cali.
2: Yeah, yeah, actually, uh, I bought the. I, I was speaking to Jermaine. Actually, I don't remember. It was yesterday, or the day before, um, I, I bought the the Juneteenth one of the Juneteenth tops. I wanted to send it out to you guys to to take care of me a bit. So we'll, we'll definitely talk about
0: that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, make sure I said before, before midnight Pacific time. So, you know, we got to make sure that, that Panda, Panda, Panda gets, gets, gets straight. So yeah, promo code amazons but um but yeah it's, it's been a dope episode with you guys let's uh wrap this up with two up and two down of course for those of y'all that are unfamiliar so, we give shout out to two things that we like going on in the culture or soccer and two things that we say you know what that, that ain't it chief so uh let's uh <laughs> let's uh hit up with cali first what you got man
2: all right so you're gonna have to re- re- uh, re- explain two things <laughs> that, you, that
0: you like it could be personal it could be soccer related it could be culture related whatever whatever you got like actually you can you can try to like I said don't don't be too long with it just like you know just
2: like whatever um whatever you got going on in your heart right now uh two two things all right so first one um you know just just getting uh getting this Dreaming of Freedom podcast off the ground, um, the the reception we've gotten early on has been absolutely incredible. Um, so that's, uh, you know, s- seeing how people are responding to what we're saying and me admittedly uh, being nervous about it um, throughout, you know, th- throughout recording both, uh, both of them and what the reception will be. It's been incredible and I'm glad our message is getting out there. Um, second thing, that's been in, on my heart. Um, oof, putting me on the spot here, but <clears throat> really excited that uh, even though they got smacked by uh, by United today, I'm really glad Liverpool football is coming back. <laughs> <laughs> and the new away shirt is clean, and oh. I promised my wife I. It's tough. My, it's tough. It's tough. I don't know, that's that's clean. I promised my wife I wouldn't buy any jerseys though. So I'm gonna have to. end up on the couch for a couple of nights, but it'll be worth it. So that's my, that's my two up. <laughs> and in
0: case you don't have any downs, like sometimes people just try to keep it positive, say like it's, it's all good. Like, got any downs?
2: Downs. Um. Uh, I it, it it you know talking about it today. It's been something. It's been something that's on my uh. On my mind you know and, and especially talking with jermaine and, and some of the other black areas like it's really disheartening to see not just in miami but a, a lot of these clubs just kind of remaining silent about uh things that you don't that i don't think require silence things that aren't political just basic human rights but just people being seen being respected being treated with respect and, and dignity and stuff like that um you know and, and kind of seeing seeing that from clubs and i guess uh i'll, I'll tie it in with my second down um uh, just kind of seeing where we're where we're at as a country, like we're, like you know, we're we're in a really regressive state, you know, and um, seeing some of the laws passed down here in Florida, um, just actively targeting, um, you know, the LGBTQ commu- community, you know, making schools a hostile place, even a, a more hostile place for for students to be. And as a teacher myself, like that, mm. it, it's it's a, a really tough pill for me to swallow. And then just. You know, seeing even our, our governor passing laws that say like, oh, you, like laws against uh, how loud you can have the music on in your car. Like, you know, there, there's some, um, you know, I, I, I hate to word it this way because it, it's obviously two different things, but it's almost like modern day black codes, modern day, you know, laws just specifically targeted to minorities, LGBTQ. And um, it, it's really disheartening to, to see some of that. So those are my my two down. Right there. Sorry to
0: put it you're, you're, you're overcast you're, over. All you're, this. you're fine. You're fine. Uh, I'll jump in for for this. Um, so I'm gonna go get my my downs out of the way. Uh, this past weekend, you know, we talked about it earlier with uh, with Atlanta and Austin. Uh, a lot of protests um, that, were, that were going on um, um, before the game uh, in response to the um, the silence from. The Atlanta United uh, front office, uh, in regards to uh, women's rights and body autonomy and whatnot. Um, but the fascinating thing that I, that I saw uh, out of all that was uh, actually uh, the Austin supporters. So they uh, they they released a banner up in their away section on that said um, re- "Regulate guns, not not bodies." And in response to that, because um, apparently it's a MLS rule, they have been banned for a year. Uh, from from coming to Atlanta Games now, just to kind of like emphasize the, the stupidity in that. I don't know if y'all realize this, but Austin is not in the Eastern Conference, so they they won't be coming here next year. So they're basically just like, yeah, you're cu- you're you're getting banned for a year for a stadium that you're not going to be coming to until 2024 at the earliest, maybe not even until 2025. So. Good job on that, but I mean, obviously the silence that's that's um that's been coming from Atlanta United and from the Arthur Black Foundation. It's it's obviously it's been beyond disappointing. I think for a lot of people, they've seen Atlanta United as being that example of of teams being able to stand up for for uh, for what they believe in, and then. Of course, he had the situation um, a couple years back with the Iron Front where they kind of let people down here. But this one's definitely been different as far as just them being silent and just not saying shit. And, you know, for a lot of people like, you know, y'all know how supportive life is. A lot of this stuff is unpaid. You're you're doing it out of love for the team and you're kind of seeing it it feels like the love isn't being returned back, especially if you are a part of if, if you are a woman or you or you are part of the LGBTQI uh community or an ally and you're like, what in the entire fuck? And that's something that like I said, I think for a lot of people, especially given the way that United is playing right now, it's like there are gonna be some tough decisions and probably some really big changes in the atmosphere um coming sooner rather than later. I mean, right now we're Right now we're leading in the league in attendance, but that might not be the case forever and like that's one thing that I've always said about Atlanta is that even for all the success that's been there at the gate it ha- we're we're not so in, ingrained in this community where this can't where you can't fumble the bag and and turn people off and 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 turn off your supportive community so uh I really hope that the team. Figures out something because they still haven't said shit, and it's been a few weeks now. So yeah, um, my ups, um, of course is it's not just is it one of my favorite time of year for transfers. It's my favorite time of year because kids are starting to come out for next season, baby. Like I said you already like, I I I, I can't front that Liverpool kid is is is, is fucking drip. What? It really is. It, thank you it is like i love it yeah i I'll, I'll, you'll never find me in it but hey i can recognize you when i see it um also like it almost kind of came like under the radar the first um uh, um few world cup kits started to come out uh from adidas uh the uh argentina kit, argentina kit came out uh the uh mexico kit came out and i, I want to say even though they didn't make the world cup colombia also came out so like i said so far so good uh, i i actually really like that pattern that um that this the mexico kit like that's actually like really tough and um but yeah um may united finally came out with their home kit of course because of because of the drama with seven it kind of messed up their release because apparently there's a video that's that's with him beckham and cantona and because he wants out they didn't put out the video i was like Y'all are just trash right now, but I'm actually looking. Forward, well, I'm actually looking forward to the away kit. From what I've seen, it actually is really hot, so that might be my purchase from um, for this season. But, uh. um, but yeah, but yeah, like right now, like I said it's kits everywhere, and like, I like I I, to, I told you um you uh, earlier, Callie, like they literally had the last home Miami home kit on sale for like 45 bucks on Soccer dot com. I was like, yeah, we're co- we're copying that real quick, so. Yeah, so, yeah yeah if you if you haven't done so make sure you hit up your your either your local soccer shops or Soccer.com or world soccer shop because yeah the hottest is out there it is and 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 then also the new venezia i saw that too like it a long long sleeves we we on that um uh other than that um oh yeah it's it's, it's kind of late by now but like if if you if you caught the uh the BT Wards or the, the verses with Amarion and um uh, and Mario, there's there's something to be said about people who really can sing and really, and people who can't. And
1: they Cause, can't yeah.
0: anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like I don't know if like if y'all saw Ushers on Tiny Desk Tiny Desk. That's somebody who can sing. What uh, what Amarion doing, that ain't singing. So yeah. But um and, and and then, of course, last but not least, because something that I've, I've honestly, we've been, I've been trying to find the words for this for a while now, Brittany Griner. Um, so she finally, of course, the story's been long out by now as far as her being held in Russia for, I think it's been 80s. No, it's been like almost five months now. And she just recently uh, pled guilty to the charges of, of, um, possession of um, hashish oil the thing about it that that honestly bothers me is that according to Russian law the amount that she had would only be about only equal to a fine not 10 years just a fine She, she should have been well released by now and the fact that because Russia is is trying to look all big and bad because they're at war right now they're trying to uh, try to be heavy-headed right now and, and is is com- entirely up, obscene at this point and you know, hopefully with this guilty plea, she she did admit that, hate. she just she had it on an uh, inadvertent and I'm like as long as she's been out there playing, I'm like you mean to tell me that y'all just now decided to just just, just be a dick? So yeah, but um, there's there's a lot of like sad line conversations like LeBron. I'm like, no, just bring her home. Get this shit over with. Yes. This is absolutely ridiculous yeah. at this point.
2: But um, she and it's sad, but she should have been home a long time.
0: I'm like, yo, yeah. you literally, this is a fine, a fine. Not 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 six months, not 10 years, a fine. Pay that. Like I said, tell her to pay that and let and let's move on. But like I said, Rush is trying to be. Kind of be big boy Russia, and it's absolutely stupid. I'm like, you can barely handle what Ukraine right now, and you're trying to be a dick here. So what the fuck? But um, but yeah, that's all. That's all I got. Now, if you died, take us home. What you got?
1: Uh, my two ups. Um, just you know, joining this this group of black creators and innovators. Um, I'm hoping to tap into some really cool things and get started and I've got a lot of ideas coming, um, hoping that to can make happen, um, starting here local and, you know, hopefully leading to something special in 2026. Um, uh, so that's one of my ups and another up is just getting to go to games and watch the game that I love, uh, which leads into one of my downs of, you know, this this crazy soccer world is ever changing but the the views of some of these groups and some of these people aren't and it makes it really hard for like people like us to enjoy or you know represent well in the space and we always talk about bringing something to the table like you know like like kelly said and there shouldn't be a table it should just be a be a stand and we all mesh well but i think i think people are starting to realize that it's changing whether they like it or not and i'm gonna give you three ups we ain't going nowhere and it's it's about to be a party so uh we we've got some really cool people joining in a really cool space uh that you know you grego and l and ty Devin, and everyone is creating sky and sales from Shea butter and it's gonna be insane and it's gonna be fun and so let' gonna get three ups and one down
0: there you go hey there you go but yeah hopefully you guys have enjoyed us this week again like i said we're still on summertime so we'll be back the week after next uh, i guess at the, at the end of july um, and uh give y'all what's what's good at that point you know Course, um, in between time you can catch us on the socials to keep the conversation at FTC you can do it now you can say that, that's, you could do that now. you can do UTD now you're part <sighs> of the <a> team now
1: <laughs> my bad I didn't know I didn't know where I was supposed to come in was I supposed to jump in right there FCT yes.
0: UTD I got you yeah yeah let's say yeah always set you up FTC
1: UTD no yes yes Yeah. yes we'll work on it next time yeah I got you yeah like when I'm back, when I'm invited in like another year again,
0: we'll get it right. Wow, it won't be that long. <laughs> I promise you that much. But yes, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, FTC UT Pod on TikTok. I promise we will get a video on there one of these days. I know we got, like, it's been a while. I got so a like, TikTok. Said, uh, allegedly, but yeah. But oh. like, like, yeah, um, again, thank you guys for, for coming on. Again, make sure that you do check out Walking 90 and Dreaming of Freedom. Uh, where can he find them on the socials what you got ebony
1: uh we're walking 90 pod on twitter walking underscore 90 underscore pod on instagram i don't TikTok, so unless kyle's doing that over there i don't know I that's all he, you po- got he,
0: p- he poses ba- baby pictures that's and, and videos so that's that's that's, that's, that's his game <laughs> and where can he find uh, dream of freedom kelly uh
2: we also do not have tiktok um <laughs> but you can find us on Twitter at Freedom Dreams BH and on Instagram at Dreaming of Freedom Pod indeed indeed of course
0: make sure you hit up Shea Butter I, I believe they're finally ch- changing their stuff to Shea Butter FC but t- until it's official make sure it's at SBFC underscore podcast uh, two cents FC can I kick it off uh, FC like I said we're we're, we're all like, unfortunately like um uh, Kaya, she's actually um, on, on on the Patreon on on Shea Butter there. Make sure you um, hit up the there. Like that we was a might funny have, episode. <laughs> we might have a Patreon one of these days. I, we're still working on that, but yes, make sure you support support the crew. Again, thank you guys for this great episode. Until then, and uh, the keep the conversation going on social. The culture's real. The culture's everywhere. We ain't going nowhere. I promise you that much. And be careful that for that BA variant. Apparently, they're trying to get us. So yeah. it's, it's, Be careful it's out here
1: getting people. And let me tell you, as someone that's working in all that, in the middle of all that, like, stay safe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> go get yes, you a COVID test. <laughs> yes. And if you can, bo- go ahead and boost up again. But, yes, we'll see y'all soon. And we out.
2: See you guys. Thank you. No problem, man.
1: F-T-C-U-T-D.